This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by Delta, official airline of the BYU men's basketball team. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. BYU gets the win big going away 101-59 the final score the Cougars improve to 11 and 1 they knock off Bellarmine by 42 points in fact Bellarmine came to the state of Utah to play two games they played at Utah earlier in the week played obviously at BYU tonight they went 0 for 2 and lost to both teams by 42 points each that was uh, that was a tough road trip for the Knights but hey BYU gets the win and now one more non-conference game left before Big 12 play begins at the beginning of the new year. They'll have the Wyoming Cowboys at the Marriott Center coming up a week from tomorrow. And, hey, the news gets even better. When BYU wins, fans, you win as well with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50 on the app or at PapaJohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only let's check in on utah state they're wrapping things up against east tennessee state in logan a little over four minutes to go at the spectrum and the aggies with a 71 to 55 lead over the buccaneers a final tonight in cedar city southern utah rallies down six at the half they outscore middle tennessee in the second half by 12 and the t-birds get the six point victory 69 63 is the final score big 12 action everything is a final number two kansas defeats yale 75 to 60 10th ranked baylor defeats mississippi valley state 107 to 48 number 19 texas over texas a&m corpus christi 71 to 55 nevada defeats tcu 88 to 75 and cincinnati was at home and they took care of business against stetson 83 to 75 Top 25 games, and let's make sure this is uh, completely updated before I give you these scores, and it is. Number 13, Illinois, with a big lead over Mizzou, 77-56. to 56. Still seven minutes to go in the second half there. Number 16, Colorado State has an eight-point lead in Los Angeles over LMU, 35-27. to 27. They've just started the second half. Everything else in the top 25 is a final score. Number 20, James Madison defeats Morgan State. 89-75. Number 19, excuse me, number 18, Clemson over Queens University, 109-79. Sixth-ranked Marquette over Georgetown, 81-51. And 24th-ranked Wisconsin defeats Chicago State tonight, 80-53 to is your final score. We will take a quick break. When we come back, we'll send you over to the Marriott Center. The guy standing by with uh, Tanner Hayhurst. I'll talk with, with Tanner after BYU gets the win 101-59 over Bellarmine. More Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Cougars now 11-1. and They defeat Bellarmine tonight at the Marriott Center 101-59. to We'll get you back over to the Marriott Center for some post-game reaction from Tanner Hayhurst. He's just not uh, with the guys just yet. He's making his way out of the locker room. So as soon as we find out that he's courtside, we'll get you out there. In the meantime, let's update you on the only bowl game that was played tonight. It was the Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa. It was UCF versus Georgia Tech, and things started out great for the Knights. They led 14-0 heading to the second quarter, and then the wheels came off. Georgia Tech ends up winning 30-17, so Georgia Tech hands UCF a loss in the Gasparilla Bowl. Checking in on the NBA tonight, a couple of games going on on the West Coast. Uh, both in Northern California, Sacramento Kings hosting the Phoenix Suns. 49-40 is the score with the Kings leading Phoenix with six and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. And in San Francisco, the Golden State Warriors hosting Jordan Poole and the Washington Wizards. Poole making his uh, debut back in the Bay Area after being traded in the offseason. Warriors up five. It's 47-42 Golden State leading Washington with four and a half minutes to go in the first half. Everything else in the association is a final score. 76ers defeat the Raptors 121 to 111. The Raptors will fly home tonight. They will host the Utah Jazz coming up tomorrow afternoon. We'll get to some other scores a little bit later on, but as I promised, let's get you back over to the Marriott Center. And uh, joining uh, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel and Mark Durant, is Tanner Hayhurst. Guys, take it away. Jason, thank you. We're going to kick it back to you as soon as we wrap up with the Tanner. So, Jason, we'll let, we'll let Jason finish up Cougar Post Game Live as we uh, start here with, uh, with Tanner Hayhurst. Uh, Greg Grubel, Mark Durant, and Tanner, the man they call Eagle, joining us after BYU's 101-59 win over Bellarmine. Uh, Tanner, let's get the mystery out of the way. Why do they call you Eagle? We wish there were a lot more intrigue to the answer here, but yeah. tell us anyway. Yeah, not a lot of intrigue. Um, <laughs> it's just the name of my hometown. Uh, Cahill Fennell started calling me that last uh, probably three or four months after I'd been here. Um, he just started calling me that, and it kind of just stuck ever since then. So, yeah, that's just one of my nicknames. I got a few, but that's one of them. You are from Eagle, Idaho. Yes. Let's describe where Eagle is for those that don't know. Yeah, so it's right outside Boise, uh, probably about 15, 20 minutes away. Um, so I grew up there my whole life, same neighborhood. Um, really good place. I hear Eagle. I hear TH. Uh, what else is out there? Those are, those are the two main ones. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, those, it's a, a mix of those two most of the time. Well, nice job tonight, Tanner. I mean, you got some good minutes. You got Thank a bucket. You. That's always fun. And, you know, we don't see a lot of you, but I know that you play an important role on this team, you know, scout teams and, 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 and working out these guys. Maybe if you could describe us a little bit about your role and your focus with this team. Yeah, so, um, and, you know, every single game we come in and one of the coaches has a scout and uh, a lot of the walk-ons, we uh, put together the scout. We learn the different tendencies of the players on the other team and try to run their offense. Obviously, Bellarmine, really uh, a unique team, and so we had to learn all their stuff in a matter of a few hours and then put it on the court for practice um, just so the guys can get a good look and get the guys uh, prepared for the game. How nice does it feel to know that uh, your next game's not for eight days and there's some Christmas holidays to enjoy yeah. and some time to get away from the game for a bit and know that you've done so uh, with 11 wins in 12 games. Yeah, it'll be super fun um, to go home to family, but um, we're super excited to get back here after the break. Obviously, like you said, 11-1 um, and one right now. Hopefully we can keep that going. Um, our last non-conference game being Wyoming and then into Big 12 play. All right, this uh, this BYU team gets six players in double figures tonight. That's a, that's a pretty unbeatable combination. Yeah. And, you know, their, their assistant coach that I talked to in the pregame, 
it was kind of saying, well, just who do you focus on becomes the challenge for anybody trying to scout BYU because there are so many guys who can, can contribute right now. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the reasons why we're so um, hard to guard right now is because every night it's a different guy. Obviously, tonight it was six different guys, which makes it really fun. Um, you can't really key on one individual because every single game we have different guys showing up and everyone's playing really hard. Yeah, obviously you've got, like Greg said, a lot of really good players uh, but w- what do you see as some of the intangibles about this team that's lending uh, to its success so far? Um, I think we're really focused on um, being us offensively and defensively. Uh, we have a pretty unique philosophy as far as rebounding goes. We call wedging. You've probably heard that term from Coach. Um, getting to the high side. And I think we're just re- being really disciplined right now, trying to go every time, get offensive rebounds, and obviously shoot the three and, and guard um, effectively. Dawson Baker's, you know, dealing with his, his foot situation, but, man, he got a lot of minutes with Trevin in foul trouble. Dawson yeah. scores 10. Atiki goes off in the first half yeah. and, and ends up in double figures. And then even Marcus gets a look or a few looks at the end as well. So this was a chance to get a lot of different guys some minutes, and it's so nice when everyone can, can ha- play a part in a win like this, right? Yeah, it was fun to have everybody out there on the court tonight. Um, obviously, like you said, Marcus, his first game, um, getting his feet wet a little bit, made a shot, so that was fun to see. Atiki's dunk on uh, he actually dunked on Trey which, I know Trey you know, was, was caught, the, caught the crossfire the there yeah yeah <laughs> friendly fire and right before that was Dawson's double wraparound so yeah that, that was a special play there's a lot to like about this there's a lot to like about this team but the thing that stands out to everyone is just how many threes you get up and you can't just be casting them up you got to make a bunch and and mm-hmm. 16 for 39 tonight the 16 a new season high for BYU wow yeah that's great um we're trying to shoot 35 at least every single game and so um, that's right there where we want to be, and obviously the guys were hitting tonight, um, and it was really fun. How difficult was uh, finals week this week for the guys and you, and and what is exactly the schedule over Christmas? Um, so finals week, yeah, it's always a challenge. Um, usually studying for finals throughout the, the morning and then going to practice in the afternoon, um, and so trying to balance that is, is interesting, but we all made it through. And then, yeah, for, with Christmas we have a couple of days off. Um, we'll be back here. Uh, the night of the 26th, and then I think we play the 30th um, against Wyoming. So, yeah, we'll have a few days off, which will be nice. A lot of guys are going home, and we'll be right back here to get into work. And then a week after that, Big 12 play gets underway with Cincinnati coming to the Marriott Center. Yeah. It's, it's been one game at a time the whole way through, but you got to do a little bit of scoreboard watch and see what's happening in the league, and you know that before long it's going to be conference games and a full house here. Yeah, it'll be super fun. The Marriott Center is going to be packed. It's going to be a great home court to have going into the Big 12. Um, and I think we put ourselves in a really good spot throughout the non-conference to show what we can do. Um, and like I said, we're just trying to keep keep that rolling throughout Big 12 play. Tonight's attendance, by the way, on the Friday before Christmas, 14,429. Wow. What a great number. That's great. Yeah, that's we love Cougar Nation. We're grateful for all the support. Um, obviously, a lot of the rock wasn't here because of the the break but the fans all the other ones showed out and it was it was just as loud as a normal game so we were super grateful for yeah, that I, I thought for school being out the rock did a nice number representing just how how they were tonight mark how about you well they weren't uh full full strength but half strength rock is pretty good yeah i mean yeah. I'll, t- I'll take half strength rock <laughs> yeah we, we won't you won't take it in big 12 play but you'll take it tonight oh they'll be ready for big yeah. 12 you trust me they'll be ready yes they will so um and, and with we're with tanner hayhurst for another couple seconds here uh tanner as you as you see the other numbers associated with byu basketball right now whether it's top 20 in the ap or it's um you know ken palm sitting in the top five or hanging in the top five in the net uh, this reflects 
the things you're doing on the floor and, mm-hmm. and whether or not it translates it exactly the same way through all the big 12 we don't we don't know yet we don't know how that's going to turn out but these are not figments of anyone's imagination this is good basketball you guys are playing you can't you can't fake what's being put out there right now yeah for sure um, we're super just happy with what we've done so far um, being able to obviously be good on offense and defense i think we're top 20 in ken palm um, and so just trying to keep that throughout big 12 obviously the competition is going to be every single night um, having really, really good teams come in here and going on the road in some really hostile environments. So just being able to stick to what we do um, on both ends of the floor, even in those situations, will be really important. How big into analytics are you? Do you check that stuff out? Um, every now and then. Um, we talk about it a little bit, but we try to just focus on us, and, and Coach will throw a tidbit in every every now and then. Be like, oh, we're in top 20, and we're like, all right, let's go. Let's keep, let's right. keep pushing. Let's keep it going. Well, great job tonight uh, for you and the boys. Congrats on the 11th win. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Safe travels if you're going to be heading home. Are you going to Eagle? Yep, I'm going back okay. tomorrow morning. Okay, <laughs> okay. enjoy the trip. We'll see you back here next week. Yep, thanks, thanks for having All me. right, that is Eagle. Appreciate that it. is Tanner Hayhurst. We'll come back after this break with more of Jason Shepard and Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 17th-ranked BYU defeating Bellarmine tonight at the Marriott Center. 101-59 is your final score. Uh, Speaking of final scores, it has gone final in Logan tonight. Utah State improves to 12-1 overall, 6-0 at the Spectrum. They defeat East Tennessee State by a final score of 80-65. Let's jump back to the uh, NBA. I gave you a couple of scores of games going on right now. Obviously, in the last couple of minutes, those scores have changed. So let's update you on what's going on in Sacramento. Kings still with a lead over the Phoenix Suns, 62-54. to Sabonis with 12 points. Kevin Durant with 14. But they've just reached halftime, and it's 11-point advantage for Sacramento at 65-54. to Also, in San Francisco, the Warriors lead the Washington Wizards, 61-56, with 30 seconds remaining in the half. Some finals we didn't get to in the previous uh, segment. The Nuggets win in Brooklyn tonight, 122-117. to Miami defeats the Atlanta Hawks, 122-113. to And the Rockets, man, the Rockets have been one of those surprise teams in the NBA. They are now 14-12, and only two games over 500. But based on how they've finished the year over the last couple of seasons, the fact that uh, they have a um, an above 500 record right now and knocked off Dallas tonight, 122-96 is the final score. Pretty uh, pretty impressive thing happening with the Houston Rockets. All right, that's going to do it for me. Your final tonight, 101-59. to want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. After the break, we'll get you back over to the Marriott Center with Greg and Mark for more Cougar Post Game Live. After this, Cougars get the win, 101-59 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. The BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel back courtside at the Marriott Center yeah Mark Pope's gonna be a little bit okay he just went into the press conference room to talk with the other media so he'll get out here 
when he gets out here, but he's not going to be right this second. So just FYI, you got Greg and Mark until then. BYU defeats Bellerman. You learned how to say Bellerman this week. It's positive. You they, might they you, talk, you, you might have already known because you you've spent some time back they there. They talk differently out there. Of course, it's not Louisville. Louisville. It's Louisville. It's kind of got it's kind of kind of dies in your throat yeah, back I mean, there. There's wool. I, I used to speak uh, Kentuckian fluently, but it's been a while. Explain so. to people why you did. I, uh, I, I, my father was a mission president when I was a young child, and then I went back to that same mission. So I went to the Kentucky-Louisville mission, spent some time in Cincinnati and uh, Lexington at the campus of UK, and then I went out to uh, uh, Louisville and uh, drove by Bellarmine a lot, and uh of course, uh, got to see a game at uh, Freedom Hall. Like I was talking, that's where Bellarmine plays. That's where Louisville used to play. And and I was uh, on the campus of uh, Cincinnati as well. So I'm covering the bases, man, with the, with the schedule this year. And over time, you're going to get back to Cincinnati during Big 12 play at some point. We don't go there this year. Yeah, but, I, was, uh, I was sad we did, we're not going there this year, but that'll be, that'll be something special. I spent almost a year in, in downtown Cincinnati and on the campus there. So I know it well. I know it well. BYU played well, defeated Bellarmine 101-59 tonight, third time over 100 points this season. Let's get to our Waystar star of the game brought to you by Waystar, simplifying health care payments. Learn more at waystar.com. A lot of people to choose from tonight when you get six guys in double figures. Mark, who did you like for a Waystar star of the game for BYU? My choice is Mele Atiki Maka. <laughs> Atiki, Atiki Ali Atiki was perfect from the field, perfect. six for six, 12 points, including 10 in the first half. The 12 points tie a career high, and the 10 points are more than he's scored in any half of his BYU and, career. He added four rebounds and three block shots. And, and he was the guy, remember, BYU was down in this game, what, 10 to 5, and we're like, who's going to come off the Jackson, sir? Who's going to come off the bench be the spark? It was Atiki Ali Atiki. Came in, had uh, 10 points like in the in a snap, and BYU's ahead, and, and uh, they sailed the rest of the way. Last year's leading scorer and rebounder was Fuseni Traore. This year's leading scorer is Jackson Robinson. BYU played without both guys tonight and beat a team by 42. People just don't even talk about it. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, y- you would you would be happy just to be squeaking by the Bellermans of the world. You're missing good play. You're missing Your great top players. Players and. You could say what you want about the Utah game, but they did that without Fusini and were in a chance to win that game at the buzzer. And So, I mean, it's really impressive how deep this team is and how many people are contributing. You mentioned all these these people. you got five guys averaging double figures. Dallin's at 9.6. That's almost six guys averaging double figures for this team. That's remarkable. And tonight, six guys scored in double figures, which is the seventh time in the Mark Pope era. That's happened in BYU 7-0 in those games. Look at BYU's points per possession number tonight, 1.507. This wasn't a crazy pace game. 67 possessions is kind of run of the mill, and yet you score 101 off it. And, uh, you know, the, the 16 threes are a big part of that. But a 1.5, that, that's crazy offensive efficiency. And, and, and then you hold your opponent to under one at a .922. So as, as Tanner Hayhurst mentioned in our conversation with him, it's happening on both ends. Yeah, they're, they're happy to make 16 threes and score 101, but this has been a good defensive BYU team as well this year. Very good. Excellent defensive team. They came out surprisingly. Bellman was able to shoot a pretty good number, at least early from the three, because they're, they're as good as there is in the country defending the three. Uh, but, the, you know, the way that you talk a lot about threes when you're making so many, obviously, that BYU's three-point shooting team, right? BYU, BYU three, whatever you want to say. But 
the defense, like you mentioned, and the rebounding is remarkable. I mean, BYU misses 29 field goals in this game, and, and they rebound 13 of those. That's almost half your misses you're, you're rebounding. So you're getting two chances on those. I mean, it, it's been really remarkable, the, the rebounding margin, how they've dominated the offensive boards, and how that translates into so many more shots and so many more opportunities. It's just like teams just don't have a chance when you're playing that kind of defense and that kind of rebounding, and then you throw in, what, oh, 16 threes. Yeah, the Ken Pomeroy numbers have been updated after tonight, and and the, the good numbers just keep getting better. Check this out. BYU is top 10 now nationally in both adjusted offense efficiency and defense. They're ninth in both. And that's and that's adjusted for caliber of, of competition yeah, and strength yeah. of schedule. So it, you don't say, "Oh, it's Bellarmine." No, no, no. It, it's it's adjusted for all of that. And so the adjusted efficiency is ninth on offense and ninth in defense right now. Effective field goal percentage, which puts more weight toward threes, BYU's eighth on offense and top twenty twentieth on defense. BYU's number one now in defensive rebounding percentage. BYU's second nationally in three-point defense, while they're also a top 35 team in three-point percentage. And in terms of three-point rate, that is the amount of threes you take per shots you take, BYU's fifth nationally there. Their assist rate's up to third nationally. They're at they're at 67% assist to field goal makes. So two of every three shots is assist, or two or three of every three makes is assisted right now. And tonight, it was three of every four as BYU was 75% on assist rate tonight. You just, you just keep going. The numbers just keep getting better. And, and BYU scored a higher percent of, a percentage of its points on threes than only two other teams. They're third nationally in percentage of points scored off of threes, but they don't ignore the two. They're also good at that. They're seventh nationally <laughs> in two-point percentage, Mark. Wow. I mean, that and, – and people will say, well, you know, Bellarmine, uh, granted, that's not the greatest competition, but – BYU beats Bellarmine by 42. You know who didn't beat Bellarmine by 42? Kansas State and West Virginia and Louisville. All those are four, five, six-point games. So it's not like this is just a walk in the park to beat a team like Bellarmine. They're extremely uh, disciplined and run a really nice offensive set and uh, do some things really well. And BYU just runs them over. Every team runs them over. And and you got all these great – what about – what about this? Tell, tell me more about Ali Khalifa. I mean, this might be yeah. a, 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 just a, a unicorn of a year for any college basketball player ever, what he's doing. So BYU's played 12 games. Ali missed three. This was his ninth game. The NCAA stats requirements are that you play in 75% or more of your game. So tonight was the night that got Ali to 75. So now he's eligible. So you have to play in 75% and be averaging three-plus assists per game, which he is now both which now makes him the nation's leader in a runaway <laughs> in assist to turnover margin because he's sitting at a 17 to 1 right now. The, the national lead, the that. national leader before tonight was 5.86 to 1. And and granted these are point guards and these are guys that are going to get more assists, but he still gets enough to qualify. I mean, you got four tonight, right? So with zero turnovers. So he's sitting now at the year. <laughs> he's sitting at 34 assists to two turnovers. For any player, it's exceptional, remarkable, incredible. But the fact that a seven-foot guy basically is doing this, he's that skilled at that height. And then in, in since he's become a starter, and this was his sixth consecutive start tonight, as a starter, his number's 25-0. and zero. <laughs> I can't. 
I can't believe that. That is and he does, he's got the ball in his hands a lot. They yes, run things run through him, through him when he's in the game. Yes, and a lot of times that's a lot for a big guy. I mean, they'll just fumble it away a lot of times because you know I'm a big guy. And there's and, traffic in there, and they're tagging, and, and they're running. They're, they're doing and stuff. He's making decisions. I mean, these guys got running past him. Do I? You know, am I going to give the handoff here? I'm going to go over to the wing here. I'm going to turn and face and hit the guy cut into the basket. I mean, he's he is the quarterback in most instances when he's on the floor running running this team. So uh, the exceptional numbers extend uh, uh, to the Ali Khalifa story, which is remarkable. Uh, what did Ali's minute? And again, they're, they're not giving him a ton of minutes right now. So what he's doing in the time he has is also uh, very, very notable. Ali tonight ended up playing 16 minutes, and in those 16 minutes had four assists and no turnovers. You know what else about him, just real quickly? He, he's a good defender. He's not qu- super quick, but you do not move him. And you don't get him off his feet a lot. You don't get him out, and you yep. don't move him, and he causes problems. And uh, and I'm just been really impressed with him. By the way, BYU's plus-minus leader tonight with a tidy 31. Plus 31 was Richie Saunders. And Richie now makes it 11 straight games at 50% or better from the field. Richie's night, 12-6-4 with a steal. I mean, and, and you really go up and down the score sheet, and you're seeing all these balanced numbers. Yeah, like, we, uh, we haven't even talked about Spencer okay, Johnson. Okay, so we better talk about Spencer for a second, right? Because he goes 14-8-7 he tonight. 14 points, 8 That's rebounds, the, 7 assists. So he's, he's the side story. Yeah, he's lurking, he's lurking around a triple-double, and he's the guy you, oh, by the way. Uh, but then those 7 assists are one off a career high for Spencer, and, and the 12 points that Atiki scored, and he was a story in the first half. Those 12 points are a career high for him. So, uh, yeah, and you just kind of go, well, who didn't have great numbers? tonight you know who wasn't contributing in some amazing way it took a while for Dallin Hall to score his first points but he does end up with five to go along with five assists and a steady plus 23 and and, you know Dallin is just he's a facilitator and and the pregame interview with Doug Davenport assistant coach for Bellarmine like really jumped to Dallin Hall and how impressed he is with how quickly he gets BYU into what it wants to get into and getting the ball up the floor. And so, uh, yeah, who didn't play well tonight? Uh, it, it's just one of those things that you're dealing with with BYU right now on a pretty regular basis, a 58% shooting night and a 41% three-point night and an 83% free-throw night and a plus 23 on the boards night. Uh, numbers that uh, continue to, uh, to amaze and impress. And, again, they're reflected in the metrics that are adjusted for strength of schedule. And so uh, BYU's had its handful of more difficult games, Utah, NC State, San Diego State, uh, Arizona State. We'll see on that one. Um, other more manageable games, but you still got to play the right way because we've, we've seen BYU play not-so-great teams and not look this good. But listen, it, it's not like BYU's playing an unusual schedule. You look at anybody in the Big 12. They're they all looking the ex- like this. exact same schedule, and they're not doing to teams what BYU's doing to them. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more. It is the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. Mark Pope will join us when he completes his other media assignment as we continue. It is BYU 101 Bellarmine 59 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
All right, so Mark Pope is coming up. Uh, let's get to the Economics Partners Valuable Stat of the Game brought to you by Economics Partners. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise. One of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. Going to go back to the assist rate number tonight. Uh, there's been a couple of adjustments in the tally, so we'll get to those in a second. As we note, one of the numbers adjusted was assists. It goes to 29 assists on 40 makes tonight so a 72 and a half percent assist rate for a BYU team that is now 67 percent on the season so the assist rate number stays high 29 assists and only nine turnovers another one of those impressive numbers for BYU is the assist to turnover rate BYU was 181st nationally in assist to turnover last year first nationally this season yeah it's really remarkable the the change as a team in some of these uh, categories, and also individually, how Dallin Hall taking so much better care of the ball this year, and Noah Waterman, his turnaround, everybody's just gotten a lot better, and they're valuing the basketball, taking care of it. Uh, I mean, it's just been pretty remarkable. BYU wins it by a score of 101-59. to Mark Pope's on his way to the headset. As he does that, we'll readjust the scoring numbers. Uh, there, there are a couple of adjustments, and what we've got now is four guys leading BYU with 14 points apiece tonight. Spencer Johnson, Trevin Nell, and Richie Saunders. 13 for Noah Waterman, 12 for Atiki Ali Atiki, and 10 for Dawson Baker. Those are your double-figure scores. Then you go Ali Khalifa, 9. 6 for Townsend Triple, 5 for Dallin Hall, and 2s for Marcus Adams and Tanner Hayhurst. The man they call Eagle, who was our guest on the postgame show tonight. Speaking of guests on the postgame show, it is the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show and Mark Pope, head coach the Cougs, off of career win number 175. Puts on the headset, 175 for his D1 career and two wins away from the 100-win plateau here at BYU. Coach Pope, congrats to you and the boys on a big win tonight. We're getting old, guys. We're getting <laughs> old, are we? My goodness. The numbers are getting Way up go, there. Marcus. Good job. Super proud of you, man. Hey, be safe. Have a great trip, okay? Tonight or tomorrow morning. All right, good. That's smart. Okay. See you, brother. That was Marcus Adams checking in with us here courtside. You got him on the floor tonight. He scored yeah. his first points as a BYU Cougar. Yeah, and he was determined to do it. <laughs> and I dig it. Yeah. I love you guys. You applaud that. I love guys that come on this court that are fearless. Uh, because, it, like, I love working with fearless guys. And, and um, I actually thought he made some really intelligent plays on the defensive end. I was really proud of him on the defensive end. This is a game where he could easily get lost, and he didn't. And, um, and he was super aggressive offensively. And it's fun to have him on the floor. He's made, so much, he's made so much progress in the last 10 days. It's pretty exciting. And the shot he made was a shooter shot, really soft yeah. touch on the baseline. Yep. Nice. Yep, yep. Six guys in double figures. Seventh time it's happened in your BYU career, and not surprisingly, coach, you're seven and zero when you get when, they, when you get that combination. Six guys in double figures and our lead, two leading scorers on the bench, right? <laughs> we we talked right. about this in the last segment. Yeah. So, so last year's leading scorer and rebounder is not playing. Yeah. This year's leading scorer is not playing, and you're still playing the right way and getting yeah. what you want. Yeah, super fun. I mean, the the, the you know this box score is. Is, is is just speaks to, like, what we're trying to be. I mean, we have six guys, I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys that shot four or more threes. Uh, Mark Durant would have loved being in that situation, <laughs> right? Man, I had the reddest light you'll ever see <laughs> from three. <laughs> and, um, and I'm really proud. You know, we, we were we, – I, I was really proud the whole first half of our guys pushing the pace. Like, we're really trying to push the pace. And – 
Um, you know, it ended up in a couple miscues. Um, we had six turnovers in the first half, but ended up with nine total, right. and I'm really proud of that number. Our goal was to stay under 10. We've, we've moved it down from 12. Our goal has been 12 all season. We've now moved it's it down 10. to 10. And uh, so those, you know, to be 30 and 9. And, and for Ali, you know, Ali would be on the broadcast right now, but he had 11.20 flight from Salt Lake that he had to get to. So he was running out of the arena as he's ripping off his jersey. <laughs> Managers chasing behind him. But uh, Where's he about, going? How far sister? is he going? Yeah, he, I, well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, he uh, fans chasing him wherever he's going. I'm not going <laughs> to d- disclose that right now. But he uh, he's 4-0 tonight. So now he's officially the number one assistant on ratio in the country and by far. And it's not guys. close because coming into tonight, at midweek at least the leader was at 5.86 and Ali's now at a 17 so and so Ali's got bored with being the the country's best assist guy now he wants to be the best three-point shooter he goes 60 percent from the fi- from the three-point line tonight yep super fun he had never made more than one three in a game for BYU and made a trio of threes tonight uh, back to the, uh, the the turnover number which was nine with only three after the second half as you noted the assist to turnover number stays high that ratio is good at 29 to nine yeah. And you go 29 assists on 40 makes, so you're over 70% there. You're a top three assist rate team in yeah. the country now. And we're number one in assist to turnover ratio. After you were 181st last year. Yeah, and, and, and it's just, and, you know, this works because it's coming from our guys. Like, um, you know, the, our special sauce is special. Like, it, this is all, like, all this growth has been our guys making the decision, the commitment to grow this way. And, and um, I'm, I'm really proud of him and happy for him. And, and uh, it's, it's pretty, it was pretty fun tonight to, to be a part of. Bellarmine's an interesting team. That, it gave me old flashbacks to the old Air Force teams mm. and the emotions they'd run. Yeah. It's a challenge. Then maybe tell a little bit about Bellarmine, what they did, and that, what adjustments you had to make. Yeah, that's them. a great comparison, Air Force, actually. It's a really good comparison. So um, they are, you know, they'll turn it. You know, we used to, you know, we're evolving offensively. Like, if, if you're not evolving in this game of basketball, you're falling behind. And so we've evolved a lot. But we used to have a huge focus with earlier teams um, on getting to a third side. It was a massive emphasis. So get to a third side because defenses start to loosen up. You get to a, a third side of the floor. And, you know, we've clearly abandoned that philosophy now. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, they, they have a lot of possessions uh, in film and in, in scouting this team where they get to six, seven, eight sides of the floor, and they do it really, really fast. And, and they kind of keep you on your toes. And what it does is it stretches out the bottom and gets you uh, a, little dis- a, little, uh, a little disoriented. And they're way more dangerous as soon as the ball leaves their hands than they are as the ball's touching their hands um, the way they play. Because as soon as they pass it, then they're getting a flex cut or they're getting a uh, America's player. They're getting a curl over the top. And so they're always chasing the rotations of the ball and um, they also are very, have a really, really fun uh, feel about them in terms of uh, finding some way to penetrate, whether it's a post catch or penetration or a ball screen, getting two feet in the lane, and then they don't really look to score very often. They look to pivot, pivot, and play cutters. They got us on two cuts off two feet early in the game, and then our guys got much better at guarding that. But they're a challenge to guard defensively, and I, th- I thought our guys, um, I thought our guys gave tremendous energy and effort trying to guard. Before the break, you kept Bellerman under one on PPP, and you were at a 1.51 PPP on 67 possessions. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's these guys sharing the ball. You know, uh, uh, there's so much f- f- fun stuff to talk about. You think about Trevin now. <laughs> so it is a veteran, veteran player that can miss the whole first half 
And with, with all the stuff, it's not just missing the first half. It's the finals and the sick and all the things and Christmas and everything. And then just be veteran enough to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to come out in the second half and be aggressive. And, like, I still got – like, let's see what happens. Let's see what's going to happen. And he came out very much in the second half saying, let's see what's going to happen. And that's going to bode well for us when we're in, st- in tough spots and things aren't going on. If we keep that attitude of, like, hey, let's go see what we can make happen after whatever's just happened. He was terrific in the second half. And what happened for him was 14 points in seven minutes of the second half. We'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up with Coach Mark Pope. It is the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coach to show BYU 101 Bellarmine 59 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougars stay number five in Ken Palm as they defeat Bellarmine 101-59. Tonight is your final. Cougars go to 11-1 on the year, 8-0 at home. The home court win streak goes to nine games dating back to last season. BYU will have a week off and then bring in Wyoming a week from tomorrow. Head coach Mark Pope with us on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. You haven't had to play from behind a lot in this building. Uh, San Diego State, I think, had you to a season-high deficit of seven earlier in the year. You were down 10-5 early yeah. uh, to yep. Bellarmine tonight. Yep. Um, and, I, I, you know, I'm, uh, I think I like this team. Like, I don't think we're – I don't think we get really, really rattled very easily. I think the guys are have a pretty unique ability. Just like, you know, every other coach in, Amer- in America is so worried about this game tonight, and I was it comes before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's finals and sick and hurt and injured and, and Christmas break and all the stuff, and I wasn't because I get to coach this group, right? And th- this group is is th- they have a really uh, uh, one of their um, superpowers is that they come and they, they turn it on. Like at 10 minutes before the game starts, we have a very um, intentional conversation, and we turn it on. And um, and these guys are down ten five, and they're not. Really, they're just thinking about like, what are we? What do we do? They're not thinking about what's happening. They're they're spending a huge portion of their time thinking about what are we supposed to be doing right now, and that's super healthy, and it's that's going to be really tested in the next three months, and and I'm excited for it to be tested and see see how we end up. It does seem a little bit unusual. I mean, you're going to only play a couple games in three weeks, and I mean. I mean, a lot of ways it's nice you get to go home for a couple of days for Christmas and enjoy Christmas and all that. Typically, I would say, man, but I'd like to keep playing to keep the mojo going. But yeah. it might be best for given the relative health of this team and, and what you just said about the, the makeup of this team, yeah. that they can have that time off and be all right. Yeah. You know, it's really fun to have a lot of faith in your guys ability to come focus when it's time to focus and it saves us a lot and this is you know this whole thing has been something that's been an outgrowth of the contribution of the squad that we talked about on the coaches show yesterday this whole new approach the um, mental strength squad we're talking yeah, about yeah and and um and and dealing with the, our players individually and certainly dealing with me and i'm telling you we get to operate different than most programs in the country are operating right now and it's, it's a credit to our players but and it's a credit to the squad about kind of helping us refocus about how we do it but it's super cool man and it's and it works like um you know listen bellerman is a f- they came in four and eight like they're, they're they're just an okay team but they're a team that's very capable of making people frustrated i mean they went to kansas state and got and played to a standstill until the last couple minutes of the game right so they're they're very capable and they were down a couple of players for sure but um our guys consistency 
at just coming in and being focused and doing their job and, and doing it relentlessly for 40 minutes without letting up is pretty special. It's a good thing about this team. Since we alluded to not having them earlier, maybe you could give us the prognosis for Foos and Jackson now that you got a little bit of time. Yeah, so super excited. Foos has been on the court um, doing full speed individual stuff uh, this week. We'll get him on the court for practice next week, and we'll see. You know, we'll see if we can roll him out Saturday, or if not, we're very confident we'll have him on full go uh, the week leading up to Big 12. So he's right there knocking at the door. He's looking really, really good. Um, and that's obviously super important for us. And then. Um, and then Jax, uh, you know, was in a little bit of practice yesterday and just didn't feel great, so we held him out. We're hoping this four-day break will we'll bring him back to full 100% strength. And with Trevin being in foul trouble, that meant more minutes for Dawson tonight, and he responded really well to the to the time he got. He scored in double figures. Come on, man. How easy does he make the game look? Mm-hmm. Like, he can do things that other guys on our team can't do. Like, he's got his burst and the way he uses it is really, really special. His ability to finish around the rim through contact is just different than – it's just, it's just, he di- he brings a totally different dynamic. Um, yeah, he, he, he's, you know, I thought he was really, really assignment sound. In fact, we came out of, uh, at halftime, uh, no, no, we came out of a timeout and they, they have a, si- a sideline of bounce play where they get a, um, a jet and a hammer going at the same time. And so we had kind of talked about that, and instead they ran it for a curl back door, and Dawson read it in real time and then took away the post catch. And that's just the IQ and the veteran leadership that he brings to the defensive end. And, I mean, that's – I don't know if those words make sense, but that's a really complicated in-real-time adjustment that Dawson made compared to what he was expecting. And um, he's a good player, man. Like, he makes us better. He, he's still not – you know, he's still dealing with a lot of pain in his foot. Uh, I'm hoping that it gets better. But he, he got a huge upside for us. All right, finally, you mentioned on the show last night that uh, the NCAA mandates a certain amount of days away from the court for these guys, which means – you will get days away from the court as well. You yeah. have work to do, but now yeah. you get to have a Merry Christmas with your family yeah. and, and really enjoy the season for the next little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're off for four days. We've never done that before. It feels super weird. I, but but with this team, I'm really, you know, a lot of times in the past, because of how, you know, where I was, my headspace, I would have walked into this really stressed, but I'm not. I'm walking into this super confident, feeling like this is exactly what we need. And, and, um, and it's it's really special that we you know like come on we're 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 exactly where everybody thought we were going to be before the season right we're top five Ken Pop top five net top twenty coaches top twenty AP and, and eleven and one and eleven and one and and um, that's these guys have earned that and and um, now you know it's it's actually pretty special and pretty fun to be able to go celebrate the greatest holiday in the history of mankind um, in this incredible gift of of the Savior Jesus Christ uh, that He gave to all of us to kind of take our burdens on us and give us second chances and it's the greatest gift ever and we get to go really honor that and celebrate that together and that's pretty cool man I'm really excited about it well we 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 hope you know that you'll enjoy these days ahead with your family and and wish you and all of Cougar Nation the best of the holidays as we uh, sign off for our final broadcast before Christmas and we also note that 14,429 yeah. people enjoyed this uh, experience with you all tonight yeah I, I just there's not enough words to say, but I'm glad. I'm glad people are getting to witness what these these young men are doing because it's actually pretty cool. And with the fact that we all, 15,000 of us, get to do it together is pretty awesome. Merry Christmas to you and the family, Coach Pope. We'll Merry see Christmas, you next week. Guys. Appreciate okay. you. Thank you so much. That is Mark Pope, and that'll be it for the other Mark. Mark Durant and me. 
as BYU wins it by a final score of 101 to 59. That is our final pre-Christmas broadcast. So we will wrap it up by thanking, first of all, our crew back at BYU Radio, Jason Shepard, our studio host, to Terry South, our coordinating producer, Barry Squires, our engineer, James Finlayson, and uh, Kaylee Radford, our control board operators. And uh, it was, uh, oh, uh, was it Maya Tippett's? Was uh, was uh, the editor tonight? I think she was. I think that's I right. I think that's right. I, th- I think I'm accurate about that. And uh, we, th- we thank all those folks, and uh, we uh, appreciate everything they did to get us and keep us on the air tonight. We appreciate Mark Pope, postgame, Tanner Hayhurst, postgame, Mark Pope, pregame, Doug Davenport, Bellerman assistant in pregame as well, as they were part of our broadcast on this evening. Uh, Mark, that just leaves you and me to wrap it up and say goodnight and so long and Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Merry Christmas, everyone. And I love BYU fan. Let me just say how much I love BYU fan. We're playing Bellarmine on the 22nd of December. And I look up at this building. You know how hard it is to fill the top of this building, how many people that takes? <laughs> and it's packed. And that's really remarkable. I love I love being a BYU fan. I feel bad for people that aren't BYU fans. <laughs> Even though we lose a lot of games and it's heartbreaking, man, it's good to be a BYU fan. So Merry Christmas to everyone, not just BYU fans, and, and to you, my friend. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Well, these guys haven't lost a lot of games yet, that's for sure. 11-1 and one now. Well, that's part of the reason it's full, because when you win, people want to see you, and, and I want to see this team. This this team is the real deal, and it's fun to watch, and uh, there's no there's no doubt why people are coming, because it's like – like they say in the Field of Dreams, if you build it, they will come, and BYU's building something pretty special. Wyoming is coming in one week from tomorrow. That'll be our next broadcast with all of you. No coaches show this week, so we're off as well for the Christmas break, so we'll next talk to you from this space one week from tomorrow night. So for all those folks, and with appreciation to Tyson Jecks, our right-hand man, BYU Basketball Communications Director, who helps us do all we do here courtside, and for my good friend, Mr. Mark Durant, my name is Greg Rubel, saying in the meantime and in between time, This has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah. You've been listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by All Pro Capital, Real Estate Investments, by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Brought to you by Ken Garf. We hear you. And by Smith's Food and Drug, proud partner of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Shane Reese, Vice President Keith Borkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director of Corporate Sponsorships, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.